So we're continuing in Perik base of Nesiv Hayisurim with the continuation of the Gemara and Brachas that we've been learning. I'm a Rebbe Yochanan. Negoyim. And again, remember, Rebbe Yochanan is our Rebbe. Through this Limud, he was a Baal Yisurim. He, he suffered many Yisurim. And uh, so he is the uh, authority. I'm a Rebbe Yochanan. Negoyim. Ubonim. Einan. Yisurim. Shalahava. A person develops tsaras, Nagoya means tsaras, or bonim, which we'll discuss what that means, uh, but meaning bad things to do with bonim, namely, okay, so we'll see uh, that it means not having children, that is not yisurim shal ahava. Those are afflictions, obviously, those are painful experiences, getting tsaras and not having children. But it is not Yisurim Shal Ahava. Now, reminder, we said before, what is, every time we say, oh, this this can't be Yisurim Shal Ahava, right? This also not, for whatever reason. No, it could be all the discussions back and forth, what can, what cannot be Yisurim Shal Ahava. Baruch, what is the... Um, litmus test. Litmus test. As whether or not it's... Um, Detracting from your relationship with the Kaddish Exactly. Close. And the Yisurim shall ahava, afflictions of love. Love means bringing closer, bringing closer. Love is close. You, you, you get close to the one you love. So if this is something that definitionally distances a person, that cannot be something that is a vehicle of bringing closer. Now we had already some things that we. Uh, thought was that cannot be Yisurim Shal Ahava, such as Bittul Torah or Bittul of Tefillah. But then Rabbi Yochan said, no, those things could be. Those things could be Yisurim Shal Ahava. Why? Because even though uh, temporarily they, they distance a person, but, uh, but, but uh, in the long run, on the contrary, it brings a person closer. Because it's a negation of something good, it's a negation of something that brings you closer, that could still be Yisurim Shalachim. But now says Rabbi Yochanan, Negoyim, uh, afflictions of Tsaras, and Bonim, which we'll discuss a bit later, those cannot be Yisurim Shalachim. Why not? So ask the Gemara, V'Negoyim Lo, is that indeed true that Negoyim cannot be Yisurim Shalachim? V'Atanya, but it was taught in a Baraisa, in a Tanoic teaching, If a person has one of the four um, manifestations of Tsaras, which the Torah talks about, there are four Shtaim Shem Arba, two uh, primary and two um, derivative, secondary forms of tsaras, there's four forms of tsaras, and all the all four of those, a person who has that is a mizbeya kapara, he is an altar of atonement. So, how can you be yoga and say these cannot be Yusurim Shalava, afflictions of love, when the Bryce says that he's an altar of atonement? Now, 
I just wanted to know from the very beginning, are we to say that the person is a, remember we said it was a pasha on a, he served the Ahava because, uh, or afflictions the Ahava because they we're saying that these are things that bring you closer to the code Farkle. So something like Torah and Tefillah, it seemed like that was the kasha from the beginning because those things already naturally bring you closer to the code Farkle. So, so the negation of them, we thought maybe the negation of these things which help a person connect to Hashem can't be Yusuf Shalava because it's like an oxymoron. It's the opposite. Then we said, no, the negation of positive closeness could still be Yusuf Shalava. But Nagoyim cannot be. Tsaras. Now we're saying, wait a second, but Tsaras actually transforms a person into a Mizbeach Kapara, into an altar of atonement. So how can you say it can't be Yisur Shalava? Now the truth is, at first, at face value, the the cash that we're asking Rabbi Yochanan doesn't seem to make sense because it's two different terms. Like he's about to answer, we have to understand what the what the question was. Rabbi Yochanan answers very simply, seemingly, Mizbeach Kapara Hava. Yes, it's true the person is in the uh, altar of atonement. Yisur Shalava Lo Hava, but afflictions of love that it is not. Two different terms. What are you mixing apples and oranges? And what is a mispeach kapara? Is the, that only for himself? Is that for the generation? Is that for... Because mispeach is mechaper for a lot of Sure, it's mechaper. It's, it's a vehicle of, of atonement. But if you're even saying, sure, it could be a vehicle of atonement, Saras, but it's not going to be afflictions of love. Now, so obviously we have to understand that the kasha was that seemingly, what does atonement do? When a person gets atonement for their sins, what does that do? What does that accomplish? It brings the closure to Hashem. So how can you say that tzaras can't be sum shalava because somehow or another takes you away? We'll discuss how. And but but when we see that the kind of tzaras acts as a vehicle. For atonement, so he says, it'll get you atonement. It'll remove the negative from you. But afflictions actually bring a person closer, like we discussed previously. Afflictions actually help a person to connect to Hashem, to connect to thinking about Hashem, to closeness to Hashem, as opposed to here is just a kapar. But problem I have with it is a person gets saras or various like Lashapara and other things. So this person is a Tadi, because otherwise you're not talking about Yisrael Shalava. So how is it possible that he would get saras in the first place? Because he's not he's not speaking Lashapara, he's not doing other things that bring on saras. So how, how is he even in the in the Parsha? Saras can really come from many different things. We have, we have very yeah, we have certain things that are more likely to cause it, you know. But here it doesn't mean that theoretically Hashem cannot. He's prevented from sending a person saras, you know, even though it's, uh, if the person is a tzad. We're not saying that, right? No, no, no. So, so therefore, therefore the question is, can it be, can it be something that is Yisrael Ahav or not? 
it is possible, sure. Without detracting it, then no, I don't know that it doesn't say only Yosef is Tadi, but not as a We could say Mary Hanavia. Absolutely she did something wrong. She did something wrong over there. Okay, yeah. but I'm saying that's sure. Okay. So, anyone can do something wrong. No, but we're talking about we're talking about where the person didn't do anything wrong to get this. That's what we discussed. You really need to listen to those earlier first to sure. That's what we do. Wait, that he didn't do it. No, but the point is he didn't do anything wrong to receive this. That would correspond. He might have done some little tiny thing. For example, reviewed on Nasi famous story of Yisrub Shalahava where you know, Rabbi Udonasi uh, was walking to his you know, courtyard of his house and a calf was about to get slaughtered ran over to to him scared about so he said to him what were you scared about this what you're afraid for there's a little tiny bit of insensitivity in that act and because of that he suffered terribly for, for many years so that that would be an example of Yisrub Shalahava. Okay. Even though, yes, he did do something, but it's not something that, uh, in you know, in our book would uh, we say, oh yeah, that thing, yeah, that that makes us to go for that. That that's not that. But Rather, that's a separate point. That's a separate point. Um, no, no, here, 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 I, I have, I, David, you can have a clean one, you can get that one back. Okay, uh, so, so, um, fine. We're, we're holding now by the... So Rebioka has answered the question, which we'll discuss exactly what uh, Ms. Biakapar is. Now. V-Boy say alternatively, and this is the part that we want to focus on, mm-hmm. alternative answer, I mean, he accepts the premise that Kapara, Mizbeah Kapara atonement would be yes related to Yisur Shal Ahava, because it does, atonement is a vehicle of bringing a person closer to Hashem, mm-hmm. that theoretically could be, but so what does he mean, what does Rebiyoka mean that Saras cannot be afflictions of love? And yet we have a Baraisa here indicating to us that seemingly it is. Halan Haluhu. Distinction is depends on if you live in Eretz Israel or if you live in, in Khutlars. This is for us or this is for them. Which will explain. Let's just first finish the Gemara. Ve'iboy Seima. Alternative third answer. Ha Bitsina Ha Bufarhesia. Here, the tsaras is in a part of a person's body where it's covered with clothing, and here, the uh, the, the case where, so the, the case that Rabbi Yochel was talking about that tsaras cannot be subshalava is where it's on a exposed part, say on the person's forehead, right? So that would not be afflictions of love, whereas if it's under your shirt, then it yes would be. It could be. It could be. It, it could be Yisurim Mishal Ahav. Now, end of that discussion. So again, to summarize, Rabbi Yochanan said that Saras cannot be afflictions of love. We asked him a kasha from a Baraisa. It says Saras makes a person into a Mizbeah Shal Kapara, an altar of atonement. 
And Rabbi Yochai gave, gave three answers. Answer number one was, maybe we could distinguish between afflictions of love and an altar of atonement. Answer number two was to say that one is an Eretz Yisrael. In Eretz Yisrael, that is, um, that's not going to be Yisrael Shal Ahava. In Chutzlaris, it could be Yisrael Shal Ahava. And finally, depending on where the person's body, if it's on an exposed part of the body, it cannot be Yisrael Shal Ahava. And if it's on a concealed part of the body, it could be Yisrael Shal Ahava. Hopefully, we'll explain what, why all these things. Okay? It's first Felicia to give more. Now, Rabbi Yogan also mentioned another affliction that cannot be an affliction of love, which is bonim, sons, children. As the Gemara, bonim law, is it true that children cannot be afflictions of love? Means the absence thereof, the absence of children. Hey, Chidami, what are we talking about? If we're talking about the person had children and they died and that's Rabbi Yochanan means that that cannot be afflictions of love Vaha, behold that is impossible I'm a Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi Yochanan himself used to console people who would be suffering who would be having afflictions he would console them by pulling out of his pocket a tooth and he would say Dain Garma the Asiroi beer. This is the bone of my tenth son who died. Meaning Rabbi Yochanan buried all ten of his sons. All ten of his sons died. Okay? So that is so, so clearly Rabbi Yochanan was what was he trying to say with that? He was trying to say that that this is uh, something that was sent to me from heaven, but I understand that it's good. That, that's a consolation to a person. You try to to make a person feel better, right? Rabbi Yochanan is saying that it, I, I know it's very painful what, what you're going through, but trust me, I've been through probably a lot worse than you, and but I understand that it's something that Hashem sent to me to help me come closer to Him. So that's Yisroel Shel Ahava, clearly, right? So the loss of children, yes, can be Yisurim Shal Ahava. Says the Gemara, Ella had the law have a cloud. Rabbi Yochanan meant that when a person, if a person didn't have children at all, then that cannot be afflictions of love. Whereas the had the have but if he had children and they died, then that yes can be afflictions of love. Okay. Now, for the morale, helping us to understand this very difficult Gemara, obviously a lot of uh, trigger points, Yisurim that we've been discussing is a pretty painful topic to talk about, because we don't like to think about such bad things happening to anyone. But question. Uh, when, after Bnei Yisrael came into Eretz Yisrael, was there ever an incident of Tsaras and Hutzah? Why not? I would think it had to do with being in Israel and having to go to Beis Hamikdash and, and Kapara and so on. No? 
The Jewish people, uh, very, if, uh, when, they, when we were on a high enough level, uh, we could get saras, and that could be in the chutzpahs as well. Okay, so, um, so, so I think we, already, we, we so we explained already that afflictions of love means where Hashem is afflicting a person to help him come closer to him. So now. If we understand what saras is, we understand that saras is literally where a person is dis- is distanced from Hashem in the greatest distance possible, right? Uh, we have different uh, different levels of distancing. A um, a, a Balkari, someone who, uh, you know, who has a lower level of Tuma, he can't be in the Machana uh, a, a, a Zav, someone who is having a higher level of Tuma, he can't be Machana Levia. But, uh, but uh, a Mitzorah cannot be in the Machana Yisrael. He has to literally leave all Shalosh Machanos, all three. Um, encampments of Machna Shina, Machna Levia, Machna Israel is to leave the Jewish people. He is pushed out from living with the Jewish people. Now, Hashem is Veshachanti Besochem. I shall dwell amongst you, inside of you, amongst you, right? The Jewish people are the place where Hashem dwells. A person with Saras who is literally forced outside of the camp. This is not only simply, um, like we spoke about before, uh, afflictions that prevent a person from being able to learn, or afflictions from, that prevent a person from being able to daven, which those were both positives, way to connect to Hashem. So afflictions that negate that, Rabbi Yogan said, okay, it could still be Yisum Shal because they take away a positive. But here it's literally causing a negative. Here the thing is distancing a person it's pushing a person as far away from Hashem as possible outside of the Machina Yisrael. He has to sit alone by himself. That Hashem would not do to someone that he's looking to bring close. To a Russia as a way to atone, yes. Right? But, uh, but, but a Yisurim Shalava where it's uh, actually as opposed to a corrective measure it's actually just a springboard to get closer to Hashem that it cannot be that's number one that's question number three question number four so the Bryson comes back and says that but what do you mean uh, don't we learn that uh, someone who has Saras is a Mizbeach of Kapora Which, which, which means that he is literally, he is literally a vehicle. His back is a vehicle, right? A uh, like a vessel, something that is built for, right? Like a like a machine. We would say nowadays, right? He's a, he's a machine, right? I mean, he's literally he's he's designed for this. Um, 
Okay, but that, that, that doesn't have to be in there, right? It's, uh, you can have a bomber outside. You can have a bomber outside of the. Uh, it's one of the only ways this happens. Other. Wait, guys, let's 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 try to hold off on the questions just to, be, just to get a little bit of ground, and then we can once we get an idea, then we can we can we can discuss it. Okay, so um, so what's the concept? Of, um, of of a Mizbea Kapara. So again, Kapara is Kapara, removing of of bad stuff, of sin, right? So the way that that happens is that the that whatever is that is that evil that a person has internalized is allowed, so to speak, Hashem allows it to take its toll on the person. You know, when a person does something bad, the sage is given like a way to visualize it as a, a, um, a negative spiritual force is created. But usually Hashem holds them at bay, right? That, that negative spiritual force w- w- wants to attack the person. Like the simple understanding of you know, what goes wrong comes wrong. Do something bad. So the bad comes back to you, right? It's 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 a it's a boomerang. It's a uh, it wants to come home, right? The person's so like uh, every year says you you eventually you develop like bad habits, you do bad things over and over. Eventually, it ruins your own life. Those same very bad things that that the person did to other people eventually ruins his own life. So in other words, so these forces want to attack. Now, as we discussed before. When a person suffers for that thing that he did, then there's a recognition, oh, I shouldn't do that anymore, right? And therefore, the mistake is corrected. There was a mistake that thinking, oh, I could do this bad thing, it's okay, I'm gonna get away with it, right? Hashem was not watching, oh man, I gotta, I gotta show you this, this is, this is incredible. Ben Raber was, was driving today through, like, Central Law. He sent you that thing? A giant bulletin board. Giant. It says, surreal, this is a picture he took. So you eat bacon. God has other things to worry about. Posted by Jew Belong. I mean, like... <laughs> Uh-huh. You Jew, you Jew, it's fine. Like yeah, you Jew, no problem. You eat bacon, no, not a problem. Like unbelievable. So the answer is these people think that it's okay. They decided it's okay. You know this this part of Hashem's word is okay to violate, right? So I mean, get the anyone that's been in outreach, uh, you slaughtered of a, you know, a future Talmud Hakam for a first reboot about all the wrong things you're doing, going home every night and fast food, all the trade flights you're living. No, but you oh, never. Uh, you get their attention, you realize they have value, and then you. Right. And then you slap right, right but you don't say. But yeah, yeah. But that, you don't say that. You don't say that it's okay. You don't. You don't validate. The, the theory is come for the bacon, stay for the Torah. What? Come for the bacon, stay for the Torah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so so the point is that um, no, that's not like we we gave the analogy some time ago, right? You know, a person does that, and then he gets dysentery, and uh, you know he's got bloody poop coming out for for a few days. Then he's like, while I'm totally like, you know what? I really shouldn't do that anymore, right? That that was now that corrected that corrected that. Okay, so now the point is, in other words, that, that's where just we're explaining. That's the that's the we call we're calling it the assumers afflictions. A foot. Oh, it's a good point. That's why the Gemara says that afflictions have to be accepted by Ahava. Who, who? So, so, so it could be that those people, there's no point to send to them afflictions. They may have uh, other things. They, 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 it may be happening for other reasons. Um, but uh, that's number one. And number two, though, is that one can recognize it in the next world. He, he suffered the affliction here, and then he recognizes how wrong it, Just like a person can actually have the suffering itself in the next world, in Gehenna, right? And recognize that what they did was wrong. So they could also have the suffering here, and then in Gehenna, or as the, uh, some even on the entrance to Gehenna recognize the, 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 the wrong of their behavior. And that can help as well. Not gonna be as good, of course. Person should definitely try, if they're having Yusurim, person should definitely try to learn from them and to try to um, understand that this is either corrective, that's what we've been speaking about until now, or Yusurim in already, so, uh, we, we did address that, um, but uh, it's a very good question. So again, so that's all Megoyim, any, any, any afflictions, any Yisurim, that's what they do. But Megoyim are literally called uh, uh, an affliction, to afflict, literally they're called afflictions, Megoyim, yeah? and uh, to afflict means to, to strike, to hit, to uh, yeah, so they are the epitome. They are literally the <laughs> the vehicle that is designed for it. In other words, we said the mizbeach is is the vehicle for atonement. Atonement is accomplished through suffering for one's wrong, and the negoyim are the archetype of that because they are literally called a nega is a is, is a is a is an affliction or a strike without specifying what affliction could be yeah I could say he afflicted him uh, I don't know through words or you know insulting or whatever but an unspecified that means afflictions the goyim means saras that's why a person with saras is literally currently in it in a, a machinery of atonement, a mizbeach of kapara. Do the riots from Lashon Hakodesh mean because Lashon Hakodesh? From Lashon Hakodesh, uh, uh, also when you see, for example, take a look in the uh, in the Gur Aryeh by um, when Avram Avinu goes down to Mitzrayim, 
right? Uh, so uh, Paro takes captive Sari Menu, right? And Hashem afflicts him, he strikes him, right? And there's no specification for what it is. Rashi tells you, right, that, that it was the Goyim. Right, the, 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 because uh, the Gwari over there explains because that's what uh, that's stam uh, stam uh, affliction is uh, is is a negative. In the in the women, Rashi says there's two there's two separate things that happened over there. We know that from point uh, that point on. That's what the that's what Yehuda says to Yosef. He says, uh, you know, the, you're you're to me like Paro, that just like Paro kidnapped Sarah and he was stricken with Saras, so too you're trying to kidnap our younger brother Binyamin. You're also going to be stricken with Saras, etc. Okay, so the point is that that's that's like the. Stam Stam strike, right? Oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, but he wanted to know. He wanted to know after the after the after we came into the Okay, so that um, now we continue. We said there's a difference. The takeaway from that that we're pointing out over and over again is the fact that that cannot be from because that was that's the first answer. Second answer is Rabbi Ochlin says, okay, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe the the kapara will bring a person closer to Hashem and therefore it could be called Yusuf Shalah. But, but I think I thought it can bifurcate that and says it, it, it is yes affliction but it can't be Ava. Thought that was what we the first he gave three terus for the yeah. First terus was there's a distinction between Yusuf Shal Ahava and Mizbe Shal Kapara. That's what we're talking about right now. Now, next he says, okay, I'll perhaps we can accept even that Mizbeshal Kapara, it, it's a Kapara, and therefore it brings you closer to Hashem. So what's the distinction? A few different approaches that different Mepharshim have. Number one, in Eretz Yisrael, is, there's a concept of Machana Yisrael. There's a, the, you know, Yerushalayim, there's, the, there's holy places. So, and when a person is in Mitzorah, he has to leave. He's pushed out. That can't be Yisrael Shalav. Mashiach came in Bovel or in Chuzlarts, where the the whole land is tummy, right? Uh, the, the 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 all of Eretz Yisrael is tummy. So there's nowhere he has to go anywhere. I mean, it, it doesn't make any difference. Yeah. So therefore, okay. So he relocates. They can't be. Still can't be around other people, but but to be in Eretz Yisrael, in the Holy Land, a, a place where you're meant to be connected to Hashem, and you're getting disconnected like that, that can't be Swim Shal Ahava. But a place where it's anyway a disconnect, so then it's uh, there could be Swim Shal Ahava. Next, there is simple connection. It's not worth it. A waste of time. Between having a child and losing it. We're about to talk about children right now. Well, because I'm saying, no way, no, but someone that's having difficulty is not deemed eternally Okay, it's a good connection. Good connection. One second. No, no, hold on a second. No, it's the opposite. No, it's the opposite. Because remember, in there it's Israel where you're getting such a disconnection that cannot be Swim Shalav. In Chuzlar, it's like could not be. being able to have. 
No, because uh, we, we you you see. Just okay. go. Okay. Fine. Um, so. Okay, so now, so now public, why can't public not... Public privately, is that where we're headed next? Yes. We're about him? Exactly. So, and that, that's, that's the same concept, is if a person, if it's, if it's, uh, if it's underneath his clothing, so then, uh, th- then other people are not going to treat him as a, as a Russia, right? So a person uh, has a tzaras right in the middle of his forehead, right? So... What does it make you put a guy in here anyway? Is what? It's going to go out to camp anyway. They'll know from where he's located. But maybe they won't know why he's why he's being farther away. They won't. They have to say, "Tamei, Tamei, you cry." Keep away from me. One second. So as far as so as far as shiluach uh, from from the machane, so so the Maral says that that uh, that, uh, that seems to be. A din tolu and base hamidish. I mean, once there's no base hamidish, there's no sending outside the machana. So that would be that would be an answer to that question. He doesn't get sent out anyway. But the question is, if if it's something that's fit to get sent out or not. So that that was the uh, that was what we were talking about before. I want to point out something that I, I forgot. There is a machlekes Rashi maral about Eretz Yisrael I present to you guys Rashi, uh, which was that. To be in Khoslar, it's like, hey, you're anyway in a kind of a dirty place, uh, not much happened to get Saras. But in Eretz Yisrael, you're literally, you're, you're, you're in the palace of the king, and then, you're, 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 then you, you get Saras, it's such a, that's such a big distance, that's Rashi. The morale says the other way around, that in Eretz Yisrael, at least you maintain a connection. Eretz Yisrael, uh, there is a person can, can at least still stay connected to a certain extent, so then it could be Yisrael Shalahava, whereas the Khoslar, where you're anywhere already in big trouble, and then on top of that you get harassed, that can't be okay. So it's two different ways, but the, oh, so even the can or can't, as far as it being out of Ava, is also because he didn't specify exactly. Rabbi Yochanan wasn't clear which one is which. Yeah. Now, as far as uh, so back to what I was saying, I, I think I restarted. Here yeah, we're going. Here we go. So so as a, so again, back to uh, hidden or revealed. So so we're saying. Uh, now that there's no more sending away from the camp, yeah. So then the uh, so then the, the person has taras on, on his forehead, on his cheek, on his nose, whatever it is, right? So people are gonna distance themselves from him, and he's isolated, and he's he's cut off from other people, etc. Then that would not be swim shalava. Whereas if it's in a hidden place, then it's gonna act as a mizbeach kapara, and it could be a it could be yisum shalahava. So he doesn't have to say Tommy, Tommy. Correct. Came late, but is there any suffering that's internal? Like if you, whatever, you just said stomach pain. Sure, that would be suffering. So they would be also Arabah? Oh, we're going to discuss it. We're going to, yeah, absolutely. We're going to discuss how minuscule Yisurim can be and still be called Yisurim Shalab. Um, coming. Yeah, that's that game. Yeah, but we'll see what kind of wrong change. Not all wrong change 
falls into Yisro Shalom. Be careful. Okay. So, can we, the, the publicly that you just said, makes it sound like now we're being very, uh, the word is generous. Any type of distancing, now other people are going to be, are going to consider, they're going to look at you in a bad light. That seems to, why does that diminish my connection to Kodesh Baruch? Oh, yeah, yeah. Rabbi Isai, Baruch is still an American. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I don't know if, if everyone heard the question. But yes. Why is it? Again, we define that there's many, many different types of yisurim that can be yisurim shalav, but only if it's like the the epitome of being distanced from Hashem, then it cannot be yisurim shalav. To the point that we said that even bittul Torah and even bittul tefillah could still yes be yisurim shalav because. Okay, it, it's negating a fundamental way of connecting to Hashem, but at least it's not distance. So we're talking about something so terrible. So Rabbi wants to know, big deal, other people distance you. Uh, okay, so what? That's cold, that's so, such a distancing from Hashem that it, it cannot be Yisrum Shal'ava. Why is that an American mistake? Can I be my American comment? What's we're doing, uh, American? Why would Hashem want to hurt you? Hashem loves you no matter what you do. Uh, <laughs> even, uh, even if you think it. Perfect. <laughs> it sounds like, sounds like something like Torah, Torah, Israel, and, and the Jewish people are one. The Jewish people are literally the place where when there's five years, when there's three years, right? Two, still something, right? It, it's it's Klausel, Klausel, are the vessel inside of which Hashem dwells in this world. I mean, we're saying now even greater than Torah itself. Yeah, at least the Torah is a vehicle to connect. <clears throat> but here we're talking about where you're being forced out. Being, uh, being forced out of Klausel. That's uh, Lamashal. The Rambam says that a person who's Porish from the Tzibur, he separates himself from the Jewish congregation, has no chelik and all about. He keeps Torah mitzvahs. Doesn't do any of errors. He doesn't. He's not a member of Klausel. He doesn't. He, he's not one of us. Hashem, Shema Yisrael, Hashem al Hashem Achad. The only way you can declare the oneness of Hashem is if you first say Shema Yisrael. Listen, O Jewish people, as a member of Klausel, that's the only way you can be Mekabel Ol Machu Shemayim. That's why it's a, such a terrible disease that the Americans injected into the Jewish people. This concept of individuality, right? Uh, I mean, to give an extreme example, we just saw that uh, Klausel were sent an army to uh, eliminate Midian, right? And uh, we killed everybody, right? 
So for an American mind, that's like an unimaginable thing. Like, how can you kill everybody? What? I okay. The soldiers, like the guys who were actually like out there with the weapons. Okay, yes, you, them you could kill, right? The ladies that were like actually involved in the Balfour, them you could kill. But what about the innocent civilians back in the thing? Not understanding that a nation is one organ. Right, right. We're not exactly, uh, yes, the softer, woker has come quite far from that. So a nation is one organism. It's like saying somebody comes at you with a knife and you're like, whatever you do, you, you could certainly attack back the hand that's holding the knife, right? But, but not the legs. What did the legs do to you? No, a nation is one entity, yeah, and and uh, and if a person is distanced from that, then Hashem's relationship is with Chalal Yisrael. Even Moshe Rabbeinu didn't have Nevuah for 38 years because Chalal Yisrael were in a state of of of, of uh, distance from Hashem. Okay, so that is um, an important tangent. Okay, now to the loss of children. Okay, the. Um, so again, we, 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 we said that uh, loss of children, Rabbi Yochan says, cannot be, a lack of children, I should say, cannot be Yisum Shalava, as the Gemara, what do you mean? But Rabbi Yochan himself used to console people with, uh, with, uh, with the bone of his tooth, of his, uh, of his uh, tenth son that passed away. Uh, and uh, uh, even though you're not a good Okay. 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 Uh, okay. 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 Why can't the lack of children be afflictions of love? So here's a different lumbus altogether. It's the moral understands. That the concept of affliction, we, we mentioned this way in the beginning. Ke'av as bono yitzeh, right? The same way their father who desires his son afflicts him. So too, Hashem afflicts the Jewish people. Yeah, means the concept of understanding that I need to, I because of the fact that I want to give to you, that's why I need to afflict you. That's why I need to um, discipline you. That's fundamentally the job of a parent to the child. I mean. Uh, <laughs> People don't react very well when other adults try to discipline their children, right? Like, like you yourself could be very tough on your kids, but like, if somebody else in shul like shushes your your your, your what? A teacher. a teacher, right? Or what? A teacher, a rule. I don't care. You're going to be the kohen gadol. So, uh, so, so we, we, it's it's like very much reserved discipline. It's very much reserved for the parent, and the reason is because the parent is the one that loves the child so much, right? That the parent's disciplining of the child is only for their well-being, only, they're not doing it because they're, 
you know, they were, uh, their uh, ego was harmed or, or they, you know, they were uh, somehow upset or whatever it is. They're doing it to discipline the child because they love the child so much. So too, if Hashem sends this to someone, afflictions of love, to a person who doesn't themselves have children, they won't be able to understand. They won't be able to, to relate to Yisum Shal Ahav. Why, like for example, why somebody who doesn't have children shouldn't be shleach tzibur in the Quran as having Rahmanas? Yeah, <clears throat> that was the moral. The, 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 yeah, I mean, pretty much everything I'm saying here is the moral, unless I point out. He brought the Rashi. I do periodically bring in some other sources to just explain the moral, but this is we're learning in the civics, we're learning the moral. I'm trying to. Do pretty much inside, meaning I, I, just the only thing is I'm. It would be too much reading inside, so I just bring you the, the actual sources he brings. But try to try to follow tomorrow. Okay, a, a second explanation. Um, is is more in line with the way that we've been until, uh, understanding until now, is a person who is holy ariri. Right, uh, a person is doesn't have any children, so to a certain extent, he himself is disconnected from Hashem. With the most basic relationship we can have with Hashem is as as a creator, Hashem the creator, Hashem the father. Right, if the person himself is not a father. And similar to what you were saying about Shlomo person who's not a father, he can't relate to that, right? So, so to speak, Hashem doesn't have this person doesn't have a relationship with Hashem to call that. That would be the epitome of distancing a person from Hashem to not to not have children. Is such a distancing from Hashem that it cannot be Yisum Shal which the whole job of Yisum Shal is to bring a person closer, and this person is being deprived of a basic, of, of a basic relationship with Hashem, seemingly even more basic than Torah and Tefillah, because those we said, Bittel Torah and Bittel Tefillah could still yes be Yisum Shal and yet. The absence of having children cannot be Yisroim Shal Ahava. What? I mean, if it's about close to Hashem, look how close, I mean, Tanakh alone, especially the matriarchs and those stuff, look how close they became by their barrenness. Look at Tanakh. I mean, look at like, uh, so if it's about that closeness to Hashem, like, you know, we're living in a world where people are actively choosing, uh, you know, that have their 2.1 uh, people burned out. Like, but we're living in a world where it's not exactly like those that don't have it are not trying to. I'm trying to bring that closer. So the Shem is choosing not to allow it to happen. Why does this problem with you? Sorry, wait, wait, wait. Okay, uh, Monkey guy, can I try to answer it after we have 30 seconds? So I want to get this one last point in, which is 
what, third answer, third answer why lack of children cannot be Yisum Shal Ava, and that is, Yisum Shal Ava has to be an aff, uh, afflicting pain on someone. Meaning, actually, whereas the absence of having children, a person has never had children, they might want children. They, they would like to have it. But, but it's not an impact. And we're going to see loss of children, though. Person already has the children, and then they're they're taken away. That hurts deeply, right? That's the actual uh, uh, affliction of 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 uh, pain of usurum, right? Whereas simply the depriving of children uh, can be the person could feel very unfulfilled or something like that. But but that but that's not going to be usurum to. Isn't that the flip of what we said for Rabbi Yochanan? Why? He lost children. But we said that he comforted, showing that it is for out of Ava. Losing children. Losing children. No, he never had them in the first place. Rabbi Yochanan lost children. That right. hurts. That's that's a, that's somebody like hitting you with 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 a baseball bat. And we're saying that that's that can be that would be a but not having children at all is like torrent fila being taken away. Is that it's just what? it's like torrent fila that you're taking away a positive, but it's not actually the affliction. Yeah, in the same category, like yeah. you said. Like that. It is usurim, just not usurim shalav. It's not enough of usurim to to qualify for for uh, for usurim.